Welcome to the Set Yourself Free podcast, real stories of women who went from feeling like they'd never make it in the online space to creating way more money and freedom. I'm your host, Carrie Beach, owner of Set Yourself Free. I'm a life and success coach that empowers women to make more money, live happier and more fulfilled lives, and make a much bigger impact on this planet. We all have different versions of what freedom means, and I'm here to help you unlock your perfect version of it. Join us for season four, where you will hear 16 women's behind the scene look at what it actually takes to have a profitable online business. Through their stories, you will know that you are not alone and that shame only grows in secret. These women will give you the courage, the tools, and the permission you need to step into your power and create the business of your dreams. Let's dive in. I'm Megan McNeil. I am a Scottish girl. That's where the accent comes from. But I'm living down under in uh, Western Australia with my husband, who is Canadian. So we're a bit of a mixed bag. I do personal brand coaching for people, um, generally for athletes and young professionals, female professionals, who think that they need to be a master of everything when really they need to be a master of something and a master of themselves. And building up that confidence, knowing who they are, and building up their personal brand so that the opportunities start coming to them as opposed to them having to troll through them because we know that like 70% of jobs never get advertised so you've really got to build up that network and you've got to build up yourself as well so I I work in that space trying to empower young women to make their next move. If you can remember in your brain when you were showing up consistently online and you felt like like I think we've all been there of like I'm showing up nothing's happening. Yes. <laughs> For months, months and months and months. I, you know, and that's the, as a marketing person, that's hard mm. because I, you know, I should know what I'm doing. I should be able to make this work. And mm. I was really, really um, adamant that I wasn't going to use any paid ads or anything. I was going to do it as organically as I could. And it was slow. It was really, really slow. And, you know, you get, a few likes and then you, you you're gonna go 10 people like that post great oh great there was my mom my best friend <laughs> oh oh yeah I know all of them and then you get to that 10th person that's someone you have no idea who it is that's amazing like it really mm-hmm. is that's that you're like how did you find me that like where where did you come from and yeah that's it's hard it's really it's slow um and it's I'm going to keep saying it, it's hard. And it is that bit where that, and because it's hard, not everyone does it. And I think a lot of people give up quite early because of that. And I I don't know whether that goes hand in hand with me going sort of um, half in, half out for so long that I wanted Mm -hmm. to kind of build that up. So maybe it goes a little bit hand in hand. I couldn't honestly tell you. It's worked to my benefit. Um, Yeah, you just, you don't wake up instantly, you know, successful you have to work at it and there's no easy pill for it. So I think it's a case of if you've got an idea at the moment and you're thinking, oh, I want to do this, turn up right now, turn up, show up, start doing it because it's going to be another six months before it actually works for you. You might be really lucky and it does take off, but for the majority of us, that just doesn't happen. You've got to build up that audience and you've got to build up that your your personal brand, um, which is obviously important to me because that's my thing. But you've got to do that because you know you have one, and it, that's what's also really difficult about it because it is personal. It's your personal brand, so it feels like nobody wants to play with you when that's not the reality. It's just they haven't heard of you 
yet. There's not that trust. You've not built up that familiarity. So, yeah, show up today because, you know, in six months time that you won't have those those issues. But if you show up in six months time when you are ready to go, you've not got that backing behind you. That's that would be my advice, because that was my biggest thing was for the first six months. I was like, why am I doing this? Like, hello, Mm -hmm. I'm here. Nothing. Well, and I think, at least for me, and you can tell me if this resonates, but a lot of the work that I've had to do in myself, and then a lot of how I coach clients is we take everything so personally, because it is, especially I'm sure in your line of work, because it is personal branding, but we're never selling ourselves, And this is where it gets really confusing is like, we feel like it's me as a person when it's like, no, 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 you're selling the service or the product that you're offering. And you know what I mean? Like being able to understand that, like my worth as a human being is a non-negotiable. Like I am worthy regardless of anything else ever. And that is really, really hard to live into sometimes. Yeah, but that's that's where the magic actually happens. That's when, so I hid behind a lot of graphics at first on my social media channels. I decided on my colors. So branding is obviously important to me. You know, that's my thing. I'm a marketer. We must all have the same colors, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I was hiding behind a lot of graphics. You know, I was putting out yep. decent content that was valuable, but who cares? It was just more of the same information. Once I started showing up and it was my face on things, that's when the momentum started because people were getting familiar with my face and they were trusting me. But I also lost followers because people just didn't like me because I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And that was really hard because that's personal. That's a, you don't want to hang out with me type thing when it's not that who cares because did I want to hang out with them either no but we don't think that way we're always thinking internally that it's all about us and you really really have to kind of focus your energy on the one again that one person that does want you to keep showing up Um, because if you focus on the three or four that drop off because they didn't they don't like your colors and they don't like the way you part your hair then you know they weren't for you in the first place and that is a big thing because you think that your product, your service, whatever it is that you're providing is good for everyone. You can't understand why everyone can't see that it's good for them, but it's not. It just just isn't. And, you know, and people don't buy products and services, really. They buy solutions and they buy Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. They buy people. You know, it's... um, a lot of my work is around service providers, accountants and lawyers, that kind of thing, which we generally think boring professions, you know, especially <laughs> accountants. It's all about numbers, can't hold a conversation. you know. And that's not the truth because I work with some very, very quirky ones. But I try and explain it to them that you know, if there's uh, two accountants side by side, same price point, same experience, went to the same university, same qualifications, everything on paper is the exact same. The one that you want to sit down and have a coffee with, that's the one you're going to trust your money with. Same with a lawyer. If you're in trouble, it's the one that you can actually relate to and speak to that's going to get your business. And that is actually why it's really important to put yourself out no matter what business or product it is that you're selling. Because your competitor, the only thing advantage you have over your competitor generally is you. So use it. But that also puts you in the firing line, what you're talking about, where it feels personal when they don't want to use you. So yes, I've I've dealt with my fair share of blows on that where I'm like, why don't you want to work with me? Why are you unfollowing me? But you know, you get on. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think it always comes back to, you know, in something I'm super, super grateful, like to understand is 
everything is about relationships. Like doesn't matter what business you're in. It's all about yeah. relationships, you know? And I feel like I earned, I learned that like very early on in my life. Um, but it couldn't be more true and more tricky at times to navigate when it is like personal branding and being the face and putting yourself out there online because I mean, let's be serious. It's actually quite simple to run a business. It's not easy, but it's quite simple in terms of like what actually needs to get done. But most people hold themselves back when it comes to online business because of those very things. Like it feels really vulnerable. It is really vulnerable. It does feel scary. People can say whatever they want because they're hiding behind it. Yeah. They're (laughs) hiding behind a screen. Like, yeah. You know, but I think it's just how do you develop that sense within yourself of trust and knowing that when somebody does leave a nasty comment, like it's really more about their own shit than yours and that's okay, you know, and like really developing that. Yeah. And I don't think that you do. I don't think we ever as humans really get over people being nasty about us. I think it's just a case of focusing, um, on the good stuff because if you focus on that one bad comment or bad review or whatever it is um you can that'll suck you down like that can actually yeah. end your business because your mind will just keep going to trying to fix that person's problem when they're not your ideal client or customer anyway so you've you're then focusing all your time and energy trying to fix someone or something for that someone that you're never going to be able to do because you're never going to please them and then there's sort of five or six people that are behind them going oh yeah, I, I loved what you did. I love your product. I love your service. This person's great. You ignore them because you're like, oh, do, do they really mean it? It doesn't seem to mean as much. You know, someone typing on, um, leaving a comment saying, you are ugly, stop posting your face, will sit so much harder with you than someone saying, you're so pretty, I love this picture. And you just kind of go, yeah, that's nice. And you flick past. But they have the exact same value in them. Mm-hmm. You know, they should have the same weight, but they don't. So it's just, basically shifting your mind to be able to kind of not not take it personally because it isn't personal they don't know you they wouldn't say it to your face and that is that is the other thing that you you're you're talking about keyboard warriors and you know that are quite happy behind a screen and they'll say what they like um yeah you're never you're never going to stop them there's just some really unhappy nasty people out there but you can leverage from it. And you know what? Some people's businesses actually thrive from the way they respond to these comments. I mean, hotels and restaurants are a perfect example of that, where on TripAdvisor, they've responded amazingly and people other than I'm definitely going there because the owner sounds hilarious. Um, but the, it's the exact same on Instagram or anywhere else. Depending on how you respond to that comment, you know, you can actually come out a winner or do you know what's even better? Once you've actually built up your personal brand and you've got a bit of an audience and you've got some momentum, just wait till someone else steps in and defends you. You know, someone else will step in and actually do that for you. And that is the importance of building up a strong personal brand and serving people and adding value to them because they then step up in your place to actually protect you as well. And that, again, that doesn't happen at the beginning. But do you know what else doesn't happen at the beginning? People aren't nasty to you at the beginning because you're the underdog. <laughs> so it's not till you're actually successful that the nasty stuff comes. So once people are nasty to you, you know you've made it. So yeah, think of it that way as well. 
Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, I, I talk about mindset all day long and I think what you have just talked about is so important in those mindset shifts that we have to take within ourselves. And so I'm curious if you had to give someone a piece of advice or, um, like when you were going back to those beginning stages, when you felt like you were showing up and no one was listening and questioning yourself of like, what's the point? Why am I doing this? Is there anything now? Obviously now it's always a little bit easier to speak from kind of the other side, but is there something that you feel like would have been helpful to hear during that time? Look, as much as um, before I was saying about how your first few comments and likes are friends and family and they, they don't have the same value because they're never going to buy from you, etc. They're still really important because that's validation that your friends and family do support you and are behind you because there'll be lots of friends and family that don't bother. So don't, I would focus on that love as well because mm-hmm. that and that mindset and that support that you've got because those people already know you. They're already converted that you can do what it is that you're saying you're going to do. Leverage off that. Um, another exercise that I do like I do with a lot of my clients is get them to um, to put out uh, an anonymous survey monkey to friends and family and maybe some old clients, people they've worked with, and just you know give to anonymously anonymously. Well, that's a hard one for me to say. Um, you know, give three words that describe me or them obviously and work from that because um I think it's really hard that we are turning up at the beginning we're we're kind of not getting anywhere but we also don't really know what direction we're going on we kind of don't really know who we are we know that we've got this idea and we want to sell this thing but that continue, that develops as well my business is completely different to when I was showing up at the beginning and nobody was listening and that's when people started listening the more authentic you get and the more true to yourself but it is it's hard I just just a don't give up keep posting stuff keep turning up keep telling people that you're what you're what value you're um, you're offering get into different groups and stuff like that and do you know what actually really helped me as well was getting into like networking groups where like the one I met you in and having those conversations because then you started liking some of my con- content and that's a new person that had no uh, prior knowledge of me giving me that validation as well and you'd be so surprised how some of those new connections giving you a like gives you your a lot more strength and a lot more your your mindset kind of goes shit I can do this someone else is believing me than someone you've known 10 years or you know 20 years um I mean their opinion's just as important but it's just funny how a new person in your fold can actually kind of give you that jump start as well so yeah Mm. I don't think I'm answering that question particularly well. It's just hard. It's just keep showing up until it's not hard anymore, really. Mm. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's exactly what it is, right? And stretching your comfort zone of like showing up in that networking group that you maybe are scared because you feel like you don't belong and deciding you belong anyways. Like to me, it's those, it's all those decision points of like deciding that you belong in any room that you choose to take up space in and any online space, it's all, you know, the same online offline, but it feels really overwhelming in the beginning. And some of that is just because anything new does. Oh yeah. You've got to be okay with being uncomfortable. I think that's, you know, you will be uncomfortable. And if you're not uncomfortable, you're probably in the wrong room. 
it's mm-hmm. the same kind of um, concept, I guess, as, um, you know, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room as well. You always want to be somewhere where you're not that comfortable because that's where you, you grow. So if showing up is a little bit uncomfortable, you don't want to be uncomfortable that it's no longer you. Yeah. But if it's a little bit, you know, you're you kind of go, oh, and you come up, come away a little bit sweaty from it, then you probably grew a little bit from it. You know, that's... Um, yeah, I've had plenty of those moments where sweaty pams and kind of going, oh, God, that's over. But that was great. Yeah, I love that. Uh, anything else you'd like to add and tell people? Just do it now. Just show up. I, I know how hard it is. Um, I mean, I'm nearly a year in now and it's only been the last four or five months for me really that anything significant has happened the first few they were they were tough but if I was only starting now because I'm ready now I'd I'd still have that year ahead of me so yeah just do it now um your your mindset starts to come with it as well I think and talk to Carrie (laughs) she'll get your head right she'll get she'll get you signing a resignation letter and get you straight into your business don't worry (laughs) love it. I love it. Oh, well, thank you so much, Megan. This has been so great. No, thank you, Carrie. That was fantastic. It was always great catching up with you. You too. I am Amanda Joyce Weber. I am a mindset coach and I help business owners who are stressed and overwhelmed to focus on the mindset they need to take more of the right actions in their business so that they can create a thriving life and business. Yay. I'm so excited for this. Thank you again for being here. Yes. Okay. So let's dive right in and talk about what was happening, whether it was like the very beginning of your business, or maybe it was for a while that you felt like you were showing up consistently in your online business and not getting results. Yeah. So I have sort of an interesting story because when I first entered the online business world, I was a designer. I have a background in branding, graphic design, and long story short, basically moved out of New York City with my boyfriend, now husband, moved out to Colorado, always thought I would get another job, and then had a bunch of like red flag interviews. And I was like, huh, okay, well, like, it seems like I can just keep getting design clients. It seems like I can just keep doing this thing. And basically built up a online design studio, kept getting design clients. And that was super interesting because that came almost all through referrals. Like I pretty much knew enough people who knew that I was freelancing at that point that it, the dots connected in this really beautiful, wonderful way and was able to like build up that design business. I would say like relatively easily. I mean, I definitely had my moments, (laughs) but it became a lot more easily than when I tried to pivot to coaching. Mm -hmm. And basically that stemmed from me feeling like I wanted to get my clients more results. And I, I saw time and time again, how you could have like an absolutely gorgeous website. You could have a gorgeous brand. And my clients were getting results in the design studio. Like I had clients featured in anthropology. I had clients who went on to get like spots on HGTV. Like it wasn't that they weren't getting results, but I was seeing this massive difference between the clients that were getting results and the clients who just spent 10 K on a brand branded website and didn't do fuck all with it. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And just basically sat there and 
it was so frustrating for me to see that happen because I would look at that and I would be like, oh my gosh, like I, as I like bump into my mic, it was so so frustrating to me because I would sit there and I would watch that happen. And I was like, well, what is the difference between the people who are like having a massive amount of success and what, and the people who are like, I just spent all of this money on a brand and a website and it didn't do what I thought it would. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had a very windy path of basically like pivoting towards coaching, but I didn't even know that's what it was at the time. Yeah, And that was so challenging for me. Right. Because I remember I was like posting to Instagram. I was like, okay, well, like you need to show up, right? So I would like post on Instagram and I would like have these beautifully styled shots of my home, right? And I would talk about like lifestyle design and coaching and like try to weave it all together. And I just, I can see so clearly now how I was like totally missing the boat. (laughs) And I like, I wasn't selling. I wasn't really marketing. People didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't really Mm. talking about how they could work with me. Like there were so many pieces missing and I was so frustrated, right? Because I was like taking the photo, first of all, like styling my home, which is like a thing in itself, right? (laughs) And then taking the photos and then trying to come up with like the perfect caption and then posting that, like, we're talking, like, I don't even know how much time, actually, I, like, don't really want to think about that, but we're talking, like, hours to post one photo to Instagram, right? Yeah. So that's, like, super frustrating because from my perspective, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm marketing my business. I'm doing everything I possibly can. And at the same time, like, no one knew what I was doing and no one knew how to work with me, right? Yeah. And I think that that was, like, the clearest, um that was the clearest indicator for me that what I was doing was not working because I was like, I am putting so much time and I'm putting so much effort in. Like, I feel like I'm doing what you're supposed to be doing. I was like buying the courses, doing the things and not seeing results, (laughs) like not getting hired, like zero clients, zero clients in the coaching business. And I wasn't even getting design clients that way. Like all the design clients came in through referrals. So that was the most frustrating thing for me. Well, because you're also going, huh? Like everyone's confused probably as much as I'm confused because the design people are also like, wait, what is she doing? What is she selling? And yet, but I mean, I, I can also relate to that because I was definitely in that pattern too. And so it's, it's something that when you're in it, feels so real because it is you're like I'm doing all the things everything that people are they're telling me I should quote unquote do I'm doing and so this is where I see so many people either want to quit or do quit because they're like fuck this I'm not made for this I don't have this in me and then when you actually peel back the layers of like what's really going on you know, it's a totally different story, which maybe you can talk a little bit about like when you had either a light bulb moment or something clicked for you that you were like, oh wait, these are the actual business building activities I need to be taking. Well, that was like three years later. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, it wasn't quite that long, but it was a while. And I think that the piece I knew I was missing was clarity. Like I, Mm -hmm. I had enough perspective to know that 
there, like it didn't feel clear to me. So I knew that it probably didn't feel clear to other people either. So that was when I started really looking into investing in support. And I like, it was this wonderful light bulb moment when I realized that I could just like hire people for the shit I couldn't do <laughs> in business. Like that started yeah. with an accountant, but like, that was an amazing thing. Um, but when it came to like, getting more of the results I wanted. I had tried like the course thing, right? Like I had probably had like two courses under my belt on Instagram training that like set me a few hundred dollars back, right? Because like so much of the messaging says like, all you need is this one thing and then you're good. (laughs) And I just did not find that. I mean, I'm not saying that you can't get results from something like that. I want to be very clear, but I think that a lot of times what's missing is that kind of light bulb moment is that like stuff when it clicks, right? When you're like, Oh, okay. That's what I was doing wrong. And I did not get that from a course. Like that was not going to happen. Right. So that was when I started hiring coaches and you have to remember, like, I think you kind of, the tendency is to kind of like up level in the amount of support, right? So we're probably not going to hire a coach that feels like like a super high level coach, massive invest investment right off the bat, right? right? You kind of like gently warm up to that idea, I think, and, or at least that was the case for me. Maybe that's not the case for everyone. Um, so I was I would like hire a court a coach. I would hire a coach and then that would be like a 12 week thing. Right. And then I was like, Oh, maybe I need a copywriter. Like if I had like a cop, like I love this woman that I worked with and she did an amazing job, but I was like, if I just had like good copywriting and I just like had a solid message, then it would be fine. And then I was like, maybe I need to separate the design website and the coaching website. Like that must be the problem. Right. So then I spent like so much time redoing the website. Right. And then I was like, I just like, there was always something else. Right. And I think that that was, that was the, that was like part of the problem. Right. Because like, you're always being fed something else. Like if you're not sure what the problem is, I can guarantee there are hundreds of people online that are willing to tell you what the problem is. (laughs) And I think that, you know, that was kind of, the light bulb moment for me was when I finally got the support and like I had someone reflect back to be my own shit (laughs) and kind of like how I was holding myself back in like all the different ways. And I was like, huh, okay. Like there's definitely something here. And it was almost that moment where someone said something like the things people aren't willing to say. Right. Yep. And that's, that tends, I just got chills, Um, Mm. but that tends to be like the moment that things click, right? Is when you finally have someone who's willing to say, Hey, like, I think that like, this is, this is the problem. This is where you're standing in your own way. These are all the ways in which that's happening. That can be like such a beautiful reflection because then it's not, Oh, it's a different course. It's a different website. It's a different thing. It's like, Oh, this is an internal job. (laughs) Like this is like an internal thing I need to work through. And then that'll happen. And that was when things clicked for me. Mm, That's so beautiful because I feel like that is the thing for most people. I mean, everyone has a different story of what that looks like, obviously, but, um, 
I just love that so much because that is like my mission too, is like to be that person that says things in such a loving way and in a container that is supportive, of course. But because I just believe to my core people like you, when you are in that spot, like we want to change and we're throwing ourselves into these things because we want something different. And then when we feel like we're flailing and we're not able to like see it, it's so damn frustrating. And so there's so many people online that like don't want to have the hard conversation, aren't willing to go there. And yet it's like what we're craving. Like we want that. I mean, just being seen in general, I think is like a a human thing, right? Like that's just like, we all want to be seen, heard and understood. And that's such a beautiful thing. But I think that that is the part that is so often missing or we forget about in business is because we're like, oh, well, it must be the website. It's definitely the website, you know, (laughs) like it's so easy to go to that place because it means we don't have to do any of the hard work. It means we don't have to actually question why it is we been doing this thing or making it so hard for so long, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hi, my name is Jemima Ashley. I'm very honored to be here. So I'm a global authority on helping people position themselves as go-to experts. I've been named one of the top 10 female entrepreneurs in Australia. I'm a keynote speaker. I've been an MC and uh, my podcast has been listened to about 7 million times. That's amazing. So glad you are here. Thanks for joining the conversation. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. Okay. So let's dive in to the conversation about showing up in your business pretty regularly, consistently, and you were not seeing results and kind of what was going on. Yeah. So I think this is is an issue that happens with everyone. And if someone tells you, it's like, I have this great idea and I made $200,000 the next day. You're like, you're absolutely lying to me right now. So uh, (laughs) for me, um, you know, I think I certainly have felt like I haven't seen results. And there was one specific time where I'd been doing this for about seven or eight months. And I was like, yeah. And like at this point, the novelty is starting to wear off because you get really excited, right? Like this is going to be the best business ever. And then like, for the first six months, you can really live off adrenaline and coffee. And then it's starting to like wind down of like, this isn't as fun and shiny as it used to be. And it was kind of getting that seven or eight month period. And I had to make some choices. And the first thing that I did was kind of Google how to, how to keep going, because this is a real exit door for a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners, because we get, we're tired and we're not seeing results and we're not getting money in the door. And in fact, it's costing us money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, working in the supermarket right now is looking pretty damn good. <laughs> so um, I, that's for me where I started to realize two things. One, I needed to get a business coach and I needed mm-hmm. to have someone in my corner giving me advice and trying to, and telling me who's already done the work. This is a key thing, right? There's a lot of people who will be like, oh, business coaches you know, if you're hiring a business coach, you have to make sure that they've done the thing that you're trying to do. Like I would never say to somebody, oh, I'm going to get you to um, a $2 million business. I haven't done that. It's not fair for me to bring on a client's done that. So I went and asked around, I was like, what's the next step? And I realized to me that it was going to be speaking, doing podcasts and getting more interviews. So I went and looked specifically for a business coach around that. Like how can I get more visibility, get my message clearer, and um, really get seen by the people who were my ideal client. And what that become was an, uh, it opened the door for me to realize that I was 
really spending time with the wrong people mm. and it really allowed me to recognize Jim Rohn's really famous quote of you are the sum of five people that you spend the most time with that those people I'd actually outgrown and weren't going to help me get to the next level. Mm. So it was like a really big pivotal moment for me of like figuring out all this stuff back to back of getting a coach, figuring out who I need to be in front of and then recognizing I'm in the wrong place. Mm. And so I'm kind of assuming, so tell me if I'm wrong here, but um, I'm guessing you probably had to do some investing before the results showed up in order to do yeah. that. Yeah. So the thing is with business coaches. So, uh, yeah, you absolutely have to invest in a business coach and you have to, it is a proper investment. If you're talking to someone and they're like, it's $200 a month. And I was like, shut it down because they're not valuing their time and their energy and their effort. And you're not going to get the results. You need to put some skin in the game. You need to be invested in this and the investment should be sizable. You shouldn't be going into debt for it, but certainly it should be hurting, but you should have some guaranteed results and a blueprint going forward. It shouldn't just be someone that you're just, you know, regularly checking in with. It should be a really like strategized result there. Like, this is what I want to get out of this. And you should have a plan and they should have a plan. And again, ask good questions. And the first question should be, you know, are you doing this full time? Mm. If you're dealing with a business coach and I've, I've certainly heard a few horror stories. They're like, Oh, I'm working with someone who does works. And one exact example was they were working in a deli and this business coach was like business coaching on the side. And they're like, well, I gave her 5,000. I got nothing out of it. And I'm like, she hasn't even made her business a business. Mm. How can you go to them for advice? That doesn't work. Well, and I think it's getting really clear to me, it sounds like making sure your values align, you know, in terms of yeah. what that is. Cause I think that is a critical piece. Like for someone that maybe could align, I don't know, but making sure like when you go to make the investment that you feel really aligned with that person in what you value. And ask to speak to their clients and ask mm. to see who they've previously worked with. And a good business coach will not shy away from that. I don't think. And I think you can, you can ask the questions about how much money have you made? Like, is this what you're doing full time? What was your PL? Like if you're going to go solely for the purpose of cracking a hundred thousand dollars, which is a lot harder than most people realize that 80 to hundred is very difficult because you start to <laughs> inherit a whole bunch of, I won't bore everyone with accounting facts here, but when you hit that mark, there's actually a lot more outgoing, the more money you're making, the more you've got outgoing. So you have to make sure someone understands that and has previously dealt with that. So they're not blindly trying to help you as well. So it's a very, um, it's a very, uh, it's a really serious relationship to go into with somebody. Yeah. And I think that's really good as a reminder to ask the right questions, to make sure you're set on what your values are, what you're wanting to get out of the relationship and out of the coaching. Like, I think all of those things are so undervalued sometimes of how critical those pieces are to the equation. I think it is, I think it is the the part of the equation and it's the only thing you need to be asking in business. The fundamental thing you need to ask in any business that you undertake is simply what problem do I solve mm-hmm. and what problem do I need solved? So if someone's got a course and it's not selling, why, you know, what problem does the course solve? And if you can articulate that, you can make sales. If 
you can articulate that and you're not making sales, you know where the problem is. So you know that you're not getting in front of the person who needs that problem solved. Not enough people are seeing that problem. You don't have a good enough lead magnet. Your copy may not be great. All of these things are very easily. It's really just going, where's the problem and how do I tweak that? If you've got a good product and you're good at what you do, there is no reason that you should, but you need to, but a lot of people can't see that because you're in it. That's where an impartial third person to come in and go, actually, (laughs) I see where this problem is. And if they've already done that and they've gone through that issue, they'll know how to fix it. And good coaches as well. The other thing with a great coach is I've certainly dealt with people and I'm Carrie, I'm sure you have too, that you're talking to them. You're like, look, I don't think you're a great fit for me, but you should meet my friend <laughs> or mm-hmm. you should meet that contact I have because there's no way I'm going to be working with you if you're not, I'm not going to get your results, but also I don't want to take your money and then not get results. Or if you're going to be not all dollars are created equal. If someone's difficult, you may not want to work with them. And that's okay, but there's certainly other people that would want to work with that person. Yeah. I mean, that to me is so critical of like selling with integrity always and really coming from a place of service. And that's how you know, like genuinely, do you feel that this is a good fit and that you're able to help this person? And if you're not, that's when you refer out. So I always have this litmus test and it's really tiny and it basically is, would I sit down to dinner with this person with a few of my friends? Mm. Yeah. Another, yeah, I think it's a really, would I introduce someone from my social life, um, partner, friend, best friend, have them over for dinner in the same house together? Would I be comfortable with that? Yeah, because it's such an important relationship, you know, in terms of you're developing because it's your baby when it's your business. I mean, I think we could riff and talk for sure of of the things of like detaching and separating yourself as the CEO. And of course, I'm all about those things in order to actually have a successful business and sell well, but it is still your baby and you're going to care about it more than anyone else. Especially at that point, especially when you've been trying really hard and you're in the fairly early stages, if you weren't deeply in love with that, like it's a newborn, right? Like it's like one year old at that point. It can't really do anything for itself. Like it's thinking about it, just wandering around like a drunk, but little tiny drunk person. <laughs> like it's trying to figure it out, right? And if you've got, like, it's just bringing like a really nice nanny in and going they're like, oh, I've dealt with a thousand kids before or having a terrible nanny come in and be like, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, the kid can eat bleach. It's totally cool. We need to be really clear on who we're allowing to, to play with this and have insight into your business. Um, and you know, it is a, it is an undervalued relationship, but it's also something like we go on dates with people that we ask less questions of. Mm. We need to, like a business coach is like, you're going into at least six to 12 months with that person. And you should be looking at some serious coin here. You should be looking at a solid $10,000 to be putting an investment in to go because that person will say, we'll get you this result. This is what I've done for people before. Here are some of my old clients. I've certainly done $10,000 in three months. You're fine. Um, this is, this is the guarantee time I'm going to spend with you. This is, if I don't get you these results that I promised you, this is the outcome that I can deliver. I'm going to work with you for free until you do. Um, if you don't quit on yourself, I'm not going to quit on you. All of these things, they're going to have these mechanisms in place for that relationship to work well. Cause I don't want to see you fail It's bad for, you know, as a, as a coach, I don't ever want to see my clients fail ever. 
how bad does that look for me? And you've got, you know, oh, yeah, you're going to, you know, it's it's really difficult. Um, and it's an investment, an investment, but it's also a really, really strong relationship. I have really good, um, I have really good boundaries as a coach, but also once someone's aged out um, and has finished up a course or, um, have, we have kind of graduated from each other and they've gone into the next stage of business, they often become a really integral friend and mm-hmm. because you spend a lot of time together, a lot. Yeah. I mean, you're just really in the behind the scenes and you get to see all of the things that go into it, which is exactly what we're talking about here that, you know, so often what we see online is just the marketing end of side, you know, like that side of things and only the front end of the results, which obviously that's what we're speaking to. and there's also more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, you've summed it up perfectly. It couldn't add anything better to that. <laughs> Perfect. My name is Rosemary Oliveras. I am a spiritual business coach. Even though I don't love labels, I always say this to people, for you to understand what I do, this is my label. <laughs> I'm a spiritual business coach. Um, I'm Latina. I'm from Puerto Rico and live in Puerto Rico right now, actually. Um, and as you can hear, I'm also bilingual. And I would say that my favorite topics like to work and talk and like what people really know me for is because I talk a lot about money because I know that's an issue for a lot of women and for a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs. So I talk a lot about money and my own healing process with money um, about our subconscious identity. And I talk about sales, which goes like with that, with money and healing with money and spirituality and the woo woo, all the woo woo. (laughs) So what, uh, was happening when you maybe were investing in the beginning or making some initial investments that didn't necessarily pan out? And can you talk to us about some of how that went? Yeah. Um, I would say that my first major investment was with my business coach and at least in my, in my personal journey, it was, it was different in a sense that I had one of my highest months like in business and help a lot of people. Once I hired her, I was so booked out that I literally spent months without, I couldn't have anyone else literally like, like my human capacity couldn't. And then after that, I was still thinking like, I, I, I want to go, I want to grow this to the next level. And then I felt like I had like a plateau in my business, mm-hmm. but that is the interesting thing of what, of what you're asking me. Cause if I would have thought, Oh my God, I've invested so much, like more than $20,000 or something like that. And I don't see the results right away. Like, Oh my God, like I'm such a failure or the coach doesn't work or this or that. Right. Like I would say that that is, if I would be like that, that would be basing my success and everything in my business based on my circumstances. So at Mm. least for me, from where I work on is from possibility. I'm like, I'm doing this. Maybe I don't see everything right now, but everything that I want is a hundred percent possible a hundred percent of the time. And that is like where at least I work at, but to, for me to get to this point to saying this, Mm-hmm. The road was like, you know, like a roller coaster. <laughs> like, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm not making money like for so, for so long. Um, and it's just, it's just a why. I think that I see that in you also, like that passion of, of really, really wanting to help people to, you know, get out of their own way. 
Yeah. And I think it's, it's so important. I know um, personally what I've had to do and then uh, work through this with clients and different people at different times is like changing the way we see investing, especially as it um, is online, because we, again, we feel like it's almost, I was, I was talking to someone about it in terms of like, we almost just feel entitled to be able to show up online and automatically make money. And I'm not saying you can't because you absolutely can, but I think there's also this like, okay, if we take a step back, we're running businesses and historically you go get a loan, you have a brick and mortar store, like you have a lot of expenses and investments that you make that you might not make back right away. And so Mm -hmm. it's almost like, it's just so different in our minds now because it's online that we always want to know, like, am I going to get my return immediately from this investment Mm -hmm. versus, and I've definitely been guilty of this versus like, how can we see the long game? How can we see that this is investing in our brains and in the things we're learning and the way that we are honing our skills and our craft for the longevity of our business? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, and I've been there, like you mentioned now, like, uh, wanting to invest in something. And it's like, I want to see the results right now. And it can, you know, a month can go by or two. And I'm like, am I doing something wrong? Like what is Mm. happening? Right. But sometimes it's just, it's just time, right? That's one of the universal laws also. Like it's, it's just time. Sometimes, you know, it's like a baby. You don't, you don't literally, uh, get pregnant. And then it's like, okay, like tomorrow I'm going to have this baby. No, you have to wait a month. (laughs) right or seven or eight or whatever right but you have to wait it's sometimes it's time and I know that it can be very desperate at some moments but it's just you know getting that vision very like honed in in your mind and know, knowing that your success is just it's just gonna happen and it's just that <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah it's so easy and I'm so guilty of that at times in myself of being like frustrated and not really embracing like exactly where I am with the journey that I am on. Um, because we think like, Oh, well she did it faster. She's getting results Mm -hmm. in this way, you know, and the more we can just lean into our own path and accepting that, like the easier it gets to be. And quite frankly, the better it gets to be for ourselves. So we're not like in this turmoil. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think that happens a lot like with with launches. Like I'm usually I usually don't see like what other people like in my industry do because I know that I if I get there it's like oh, like it, it can cost me like to go back to be me again, right? So I literally don't usually see what other people like post on the industry or, or do. Yeah. Um but, but I know that there's like a lot of uh drama to see it like that like amongst these launches right like I've had launches when I talk to people about this oh my god like no one bought for me from this or uh only two people bought from me right I have clients that had been like that like oh I, I launched this but this isn't this didn't work right and we did all that they could um we had the mindset we had the spiritual we had everything and sometimes I say you know what sometimes there's a lesson here it doesn't yeah. have to be like a success like a hundred people all the time everywhere, right? There are some lessons that we have to learn and the universe gives us like those assignments for us to learn and something better is always like coming after. 
So I think that's very important, like for us to really acknowledge and and understand that that can happen, and it's it's okay. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's why. Um, and it sounds like exactly what you've spoken to. It's so important to be locked in on what your why is, and to keep yeah. coming back to that. And then also like have support, whether that's, you know, like whatever that looks like. I think that looks different for everyone and that's okay. But I think those are two of the key pieces, at least in my opinion, and definitely from what you've said of like how you stick in it when life is hard, because it's going to be like, because if you are not tapped, if you're not tapped into your why you are going to want to quit because you're like, what's the point? Like, eh. And then if you don't have somebody or lots of people, whoever is in your support system being like, Hey, do you remember you actually did this really cool thing in your business? Like, I know things are hard right now, but like you can get back to that place of feeling excited and serving and loving what you do and making money and doing all the things versus just being like down and out and having no one help you get back up. Yeah, definitely. And I think that a support system is, it's key. Um, I have, I, I, I've always loved community as you've said before, I really have, but at one point because I was showing up and not making money, I felt that shame of what if I'm in this community and people ask me how much time have you been in business or how much money are you making? I'm like, well, I'm putting all of this out there, but I'm not making, you know, anything at this moment. So I felt like a lot of shame in that process. And like, after I just decided I wasn't, I wasn't going to feel more shame anymore. Um, and I have like a support system with that, right? Like I have my friends, I, I, I'm always like in some type of group program or mastermind, like people who are like-minded. I'm in two actually right now. (laughs) So I, I really, yeah, I'm in one that I'm in one with my business coach, the mastermind. And like those women are, are incredible. And I'm in another that it's like from, like from a transformational like uh, set point, um, and there's like a like hundreds and hundreds of people there. But it's it's so beautiful how we can have community, like you know, no matter how much people are are or not. So I I think that's that's also like key in that process to not be alone. Yes, and I like thank you for saying that and sharing that because that is very real for so many people that I talk to all the time that mm-hmm. don't want to speak up online. I personally have been there where you feel like I'm doing all the things and I have nothing monetarily to show for it and you don't want to admit that because that feels like the mm-hmm. ultimate failure or whatever phrase you want to use. And you know, that's the whole purpose of like, honestly, this podcast is like shame grows in secret, like anywhere in life, in life, in business, they're all the same. And the more we can give voice to it, like it doesn't have power over us anymore when we're like, Oh, cool. I made zero money this month. Like, all right. You know, or like whatever it is that you need to be able to talk about. And like, sure, maybe don't go shout that from the rooftops online, have safe spaces to do that in. But also sometimes like it is the thing that like if you were to speak up, like people value authenticity and vulnerability more than almost anything, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting 
you mentioned that because that is one of my my top values vulnerability like I'm always being very honest I think that's what really has attracted people to my business that I'm always open I'm like well I talk a lot about money but you know that I'm dealing like with the conscious identity like issues with money also because I did not grow on a family that said yes Rose you can be a millionaire whenever you want and you don't have to work hard for it or whatever right so yeah. I always talk about that because um, I used to feel a lot of shame also like like around that like I can talk about money because I'm not a I'm not, I don't have a six-figure business or I'm not a millionaire yet I can't then I can't talk about money I'm like no like I'm gonna talk about money like there are people who need my message so I'm gonna meet them right where they're at <laughs> right yes yeah. I love that mm. yeah um anything (laughs) anything else you want to add about investing and um showing up online yeah I would say that if if someone that's hearing this that feels that wants to invest in something and doesn't think that they have the money right now um I'm pretty woo as I said before like the person that I hired my business coach I remember I told her I don't have the money but I'm manifesting it and she was like okay okay and I'm like yeah like um, I I think I'm gonna have that money by when we talk and she was like okay and literally like that was a Friday I got gifted a thousand dollars in cash on Sunday and I hired her a Tuesday like I always remember this because it was so impactful like I was like I have this money can you take it I really want you to be my coach I I promise I will have the money next time but I I wasn't making literally like almost no money in my business so that's so good um, yeah I'm like I like if you believe that you really want something and that you're gonna commit to it just ask for it literally like you know put it out there like you know universe I want money with this I know that you can give it to me so just bring it on and let it go and just go with what your intuition says like that is like key for me for everything for business for life go with your intuition it never never lies Mm, it's so true I watch clients all the time like they have a call with me and then they're like okay I need to hire you but I don't have the money but they go all in like this is the part always where I tell stories and people are like I want to be that person that makes thousands of dollars I'm like but they decided before the money showed up and they signed a contract and then they made thousands of dollars it wasn't the reverse of like they made thousands of dollars and then decided to go in Like they had faith and belief in themselves and trusting that like this was the right decision for them. Yeah, definitely. That's literally what I did. And I keep doing. (laughs) So good. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That changes everything. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us, Rosemary. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun. I loved it so much. I hope it's helpful for whoever hears this. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, such a good episode. I hope that this episode in particular gives you so much permission to know that you are not alone. Like, This whole podcast exists to highlight and show you and really, really peel behind the curtain and behind the scenes to say that you are never alone in your struggles or your thoughts. 
and to know that there are faster ways to get what you want. And so much of it is being willing to raise your hand, to be supportive, to find out what is going on under the surface, especially if you are not getting the results that you are wanting, even if you're feeling like you're doing all of the things. So I hope these four women gave you so many insights and tools and stories to know that they have been there. We have all been there. And if you want to shift and change these things, there are so many amazing places to do this work in. I am obsessed with helping women to step into their power, make more money, make more impact in this world. And I know that safe containers to do this work in is how we can transform our lives the fastest. So if you have questions, if you want a free call, please reach out for support. One of the biggest lies we believe as women is that we have to do it alone and that it means something about us if we receive help. I know this is a lie that I was trained to believe for so long and I was somehow better or stronger or whatever BS we are fed to believe that we have to do it by ourselves, and that it's risky or scary or we can't trust people. And I'm just here to say the complete opposite. It's safe to trust yourself. It's safe to trust other people and people will honor you and your vulnerability. So be supported, know that it's safe to do so. And if you are interested, seriously, head on over to my website, grab a free call, setyourselffreellc.com. And I cannot wait for you to join us for next week. See you then. Thank you so much for listening to the Set Yourself Free podcast and supporting me and these incredible guests. Make sure you are subscribed so that you never miss an episode. Will you also do me a quick favor and go leave us a review and rating so that more people can easily find this show. Each month, I will be picking a reviewer to give a free session to as a thank you. And if you know someone that could benefit from this show, please share it with them. One thing I know for certain in this lifetime is that we need more women living lives of freedom and impact. Can't wait to see you next week.